<laughs> Hello and welcome back to the Final Whistle podcast. My name is Harry McBain and I'm always I'm joined by Bobby Addison and then we're also joined by Ariane and Prathik here and we're, they're both Man United fans. We're going to be doing like a Premier League uh, review of this season and just discussing different topics. Um, was that Ariane, last time you were on here, I think it was about November and we were talking about Man United um yeah and we spoke about ollie and whether he was the right man to take you forward and i'm pretty sure your thoughts were you weren't really very confident in him uh what are your thoughts now uh, i'm i'm still i still have the same thought process i'm still not like convinced or completely behind him uh i still don't feel there's like a team mentality because we keep bottling up finals or semi finals mm. basically any Big matches where we suppose that it's important for us to get the points. I don't think we do well. And plus, sometimes yeah, there are, and he still is a little immature when it comes to substitutions and some tactical errors. So I think unless he improves that, it's pretty much impossible that we'll win anything, even if he gets like the best of signings mm. or in that world football has to offer. Yeah, he's. Yeah, I agree. I don't think. I don't think. Uh, I think United have a really good team, but I also personally don't think that. Uh... Uh, that Oli will like push over the mark to get like a Premier League or a, he might win like an FA Cup or something but realistically with the team you've got you want to be you know going for the the bigger titles yeah. you know yeah definitely and Prithik what have you made of your season because obviously it was a second place finish but it's still way behind Man City in first yeah d- uh, definitely not uh, good enough uh, can you guys hear me is it yeah am I audible yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely not uh, a good enough season um, because, like, you know, we finished second. I mean, when before the Europa League final, we were all just like, okay, the second, second is like a good finish, uh, you know, some sort of progress. But then when we go to the Europa League final, we're all with this confidence that we finish second. We lose the final, and then the end result is just the re- the season, just a decent season, not just a good mm-hmm. season anymore. I think the Europa League loss has been a big uh, disappointment. I think it's it's not good enough. I, you know, Oli is just not there yet. He's just, uh, you know, if he could have proved the haters wrong if he won the trophy. I mean, he could have at least gained some sort of respect. I, I you know, I, 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 I'm more of an Oli in kind of person. You know, some yeah, I would yeah, have had some, some sort of leverage. Yeah, yes. and um, he's just. Uh, I think I've been let down in a way too, because like, I, I, you know, I've been so supportive of him, and then you know, when he when we have a chance to win a trophy, he's just not able to do it. Like even the semi-finals last year, he couldn't get us to the finals, and now this proves that you know he's just an average manager who's not able to mm-hmm. take us to the next level just yet. I don't know. Maybe he needs some time, but at this club, he just. He can't get time. He needs to do it quickly. Yeah. And and when, obviously, there's been lots of managers being sacked or leaving at the moment. And there are some big names out there at the moment. Bobby, do you think it's someone that Man United, if they're serious about challenging, need to bring in someone like Zidane? Because he's he's out there now. Do you think that would be a a, a good move forward if they were to bring him in? Obviously, I yeah. Offer I think deal. United definitely do need a manager like that, but I think with their owners they have, the owners don't really like care about the club. So uh, what all they care about is you know Ollie's got them the uh, the top four place. They've got the money for the Champions League. They're in that. 
they'll be thinking, all right, well, I, there's no reason I need to sack him because I think as a club, they're kind of like our uncle, own Arsenal owners, Kroenke. They're just sort of, you know, in it for the money. And I think it, it, they really don't have like the ambition or the bottle to sack Oli and take a risk and go for a higher profile manager that could possibly win a title. And I think that's what they should do as a club. You know, United are the biggest club in England. They're, they should be going for managers like Zidane, especially the team they've got. And I think that would be a good move, but I just, I don't see it happening. Just, I think they'll probably give Oli a contract. They'll give him some more money in the summer. And I think, you know, they might, I see United finishing top four again, but really see that's not, that's not good enough. I think they've got to be winning some sort of trophy next season. Yeah, it was a, it was a, obviously a decent league finish from United getting, but then we also saw slip ups from other teams like Liverpool who did claw their way back. And I've got the table next to me and I'm just having to keep scrolling down a bit until we find Arsenal in eighth. Um, <laughs> uh, Bob, um, how did you feel about your season as, as a whole? I mean, the only it's, it's been terrible, but the only good thing about it is the obviously the younger players coming through and, and, and sort of almost saving us from being worse. Like, I don't even know how it could get worse, but it, it could have done. But yeah, I mean, really, the signings were, apart from a couple, you know, Gabriel's been had a decent season. I think Partey's been average. He's been quite disappointing, to be honest. And then, obviously, Willian's the other one that doesn't even need mentioning, to be honest. He just needs to get out. He's been so, so bad. But yeah, I think, you know, it's been crap season. Didn't even, like, take our chance to uh, get the Europa League, as, you know, the same way United did. But I think that there, realistically, can be a bit, Less annoyed because you, you finished second and we finished eighth. But, you know, yeah, I mean, it, overall, it's been, it's been terrible. It's not, I don't, I was, after that Villarreal game, I was calling for Arteta to be sacked. But I'm thinking if we have a decent summer, buy some players and give them another season. But if he has a terrible season next year, he, he has to go because it's like, it, oh, it's been terrible. But I just want to be good. You're not going to try and seize the opportunity and get a better manager like you could have Nuno or Eddie Howe? Someone a bit more on your I'd take level. Nuno. I don't think I'd take Eddie Howe, but I just don't see it happening. I just think, yeah, I, I just don't think it would happen. Yeah, and one of the other main things we saw in this uh, this season, similar to last season, is Leicester bottling the Champions League spots. Um, mm. They did win the FA Cup, but they probably should have done better, shouldn't they, Ariane, to have kept their Champions League spot, especially the the way they did it again. Like they did it last season, they've done it again this year, haven't they? I, I expected them to finish in the top four, thinking they would take the confidence from winning the FA Cup and then, you know, it would continue even in the Premier League. But I, I just don't know how this keeps happening. Like, two seasons in a row, the defence suddenly just lapses and then they suddenly mm. start getting inconsistent towards the final phase. I think it's like the same problem United faces, except it's like in the Premier League. Like, it's a lot of inconsistencies and just a lot of um, what can you say? Errors in the defence. That's really what mm-hmm. the problem is towards the end. Cause, and I think another factor would be Jamie Vardy actually hasn't performed to the levels he usually does. So, all mm-hmm. of the work when it comes to scoring goals or even assisting them has all been done by Ian- Kelichi Inacho. So, I think it's it was I think they didn't qualify. It's because of all the pressure, it was on just one man to get the job done because others weren't really helping. And they also did have a few injuries during that time like Johnny Evans out and and that was a point of time he actually looked pretty solid and looked like a good enough centre-back to propel them to the top four. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was a 
It was. I mean, I don't. I don't like Leicester, but it was annoying to see them drop out and see Chelsea. Yeah. Go there, yeah. No one wants to see Chelsea in the top four. Yeah, I would have rather Leicester personally. I think they had a lot of injuries this season, didn't they? I mean, Harvey Barnes was playing really well, and then he got he got injured, and then the I think FCA. Vardy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think Vardy was carrying some sort of injury for the other half of the season. So I don't know, but yeah, it is a shame. But you know, hopefully next year they have a lot of good young players, and maybe if Kalechi actually has like a a full season of playing well like he did at the end of the season and they actually might finally get top four a third time's a charm but you don't know we'll see yeah it's 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 a good squad then they even missed there. out on James Justin yeah they missed out yeah. on yeah. James yeah. Justin also yeah, he was point, in like really yeah. good form before he was injured yeah mm. and another uh, another club who haven't reached what they would have wanted at the start of the season was Liverpool who ended up coming third um I it was a good surge to be fair from at the end of the season from Liverpool to see them get their Champions League spot. I mean, I think a lot everyone wanted them to to not get Champions League and to miss out on like European football altogether. Yeah. Um, Pratik, how is it for as a United fan watching Liverpool? You know, not be at their greatest all season. Um, yeah, how how did that feel? I was so satisfied when I was seeing them losing like so many games at the start of the season, and like even towards the end, like I was I was just you know so like confident for Leicester to go through, and then they just bottled it, and then they just gave the top four place to Liverpool, and that was just that was you know obviously you get angry because. It's Leicester. I mean, you can't do anything. It's Leicester. You you have some soft spot for them because of how they won the Premier League and all of that. But um, mm-hmm. at the start, obviously, I was really satisfied. But uh, considering their overall like performance, like even towards the end, I think they don't have Virgil Van Dijk, and they're still performing at a really high level. And that's really like you know uh, surprising, and that's that's amazing to see because like Liverpool had looked so bad at the start and then to also involve someone like Kabak and Nat Phillips in the in the mix and somehow just make the top four is 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 amazing and then even next season I I I, I just completely involved them in the t- uh, title race I don't know why people are um, you know not yeah. considering him as a title contender mm-hmm. with with Van Dijk back they're going to be up there with City for sure like Mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. if we are going to be in that mix for t- title contention, but um, Liverpool have really surprised me. I hate to say it, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, they've been, they did have a good bit going towards the end of the season, which got them in there. Um, Chelsea did get their Champions League spot. Do you, Bob, do you think we're going to see them be title contenders? Because I must say, I've been impressed since Tuchel's taken over. He's done quite a good job with fixing what Lampard you know, couldn't do. Timo Werner still can't score, but um, yeah. do you think they've got yeah, to be? No, I do think they could. Yeah, contenders? I mean, with the squad they with, with the squad they have, arguably they could do as good as they did. But I think realistically they have to buy another striker because, like, it's good. You know, Werner can be good, but I think we just seen the season. I don't think he's. I don't think he's got it in him to perform at that level. I think maybe in a few years he might, you know, get out of this rut of just missing everything. But yeah, I think they definitely need to get like a good strike. I mean, if they go for Haaland, I think that that would show like a big ambition, especially after winning the, the, the Champions League. We might as we might as well just give up if they get in, to be honest, because there's no point even trying. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, if they got a good striker, maybe I'm not sure what they else need to improve. Like maybe I don't know. 
I think everywhere they're pretty solid. I mean, both their fullbacks, excellent. You know, both had a really good game in the Champions League. So Kante is just an absolute beast and you, you just can't... The one player in the Chelsea team you can't hate is just absolutely incredible. But yeah, apart from that, I think hopefully they'll... Hopefully they'll see uh, Mason Mount playing just as well as he did this year. Probably they'll want a bit more out of Kai Havertz because I don't think he's played, you know, as well as everyone would have liked him to, especially the Chelsea fans. But yeah, I still... I still think they could be up there, especially, you know, after all, all they've done this year and they managed to get the Champions League, they'll probably be uh, quite happy. But I think after the Euros, will probably be a big tale. So obviously, we've got this whole summer watching it, see what happens and how the players play. So, yeah, I think if they buy a striker, they, they could be up there, yeah. Yeah, it's got to be interesting to see how he does. I think he's done quite a good job, Tuchel, getting them, mm. getting them you know, sorted. Um, another one is Tottenham. They... Obviously, they finished seventh, only one point above Arsenal. Um, mm-hmm. I d- we had to put a bit of dislike on them for allowing Chelsea to get that Champions League spot, and they couldn't have just let Leicester yeah. win. Um, yeah, but obviously, we've seen Mourinho leave them. They're looking for a manager. They're, it's thought that they're ta- trying to get Pochettino back after yeah. one, one year away. Uh, Ariane, what do you think of that having Pochettino back at Spurs? Do you think it would be the right thing for him or for the club, or should you just to stay away from that mess? Uh, again, like I like we know the type of club Tottenham Hotspurs, uh, someone who will never back their manager enough to like get them to the next level. So mm-hmm. I think like even if Pochettino comes back, it's going to be like a very short term solution to stabilize the club and get them back into, you know, to being one of those top four clubs who qualify for the Champions League every year. Apart from that, I don't really see them winning trophies under him and neither do I see any other manager winning a trophy under him. Because, like, if you're not going to back your manager and get the players that fit a certain manager's style, it's um, it's, it's just not going to happen. And I think we saw that happen even with Mourinho. Mm-hmm. He, need, his, he, or he needs that strong centre-back, for example, to play out his style of football, which helps him succeed and which has helped him succeed in most of his clubs. So, if you have someone like Darvinson Sanchez, I, I, I don't think it's enough. So, I don't think... I think who, basically whoever comes, it could be even Pep Guardiola who manages Spurs, they're, they're still going to be a pretty unsuccessful team. It's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah I was seeing how tough of a job that's going to be, especially yeah, if you have Kane leaving, that team is just going to fall yeah. apart. <laughs> fall apart once he leaves because the fact he got like 23 goals or something like that this season I'm just looking at 23 goals for 14 or so yeah like Spurs' goal difference Spurs' goal difference is plus 23 so literally Kane just sorting them out I think with Tottenham and selling Kane I I know it's going to be a massive blow for Tottenham in like the short term but realistically, I think with the money, if they could get a lot of money for him, I think selling Kane, sell Son, I know it's a bit out there, but I think Tottenham has to just restart because they rely so much on Kane and Son specifically to like get them up there. If they weren't there, they'd be so average. So I think they've got to get rid of them, see how they are as a team without that and just restart. Because I think you've got to build from the back. They definitely need a centre-back because obviously, as, as you said, Davison Sanchez isn't good enough and the same with, you know, Eric Dyer. I think maybe start giving uh, some younger players some more game time, like Tanganga seems to be like half decent. I don't know like what he's doing in a minute, but I think do something like that. Bill would invest in players that won't flop. I mean, it's Tottenham, so you can't 
guarantee that. But like you just, I think they just need to restart. To be honest, and I think as uh, he said, get like a Pochettino to stable it a little bit, and then you know go for someone and push for you know what where are they want to go, being a bigger club. Yeah, um, and it's going to be difficult for Spurs. Uh, when Kane leaves, it's going to be inevitable. He will leave. Um, but do you think, uh, Prithika, that he will go to Man United? Obviously, you're interested in him. Do you just think it's realistic or is it somewhere like City that he's going? I think United would love to have him. I think Solskjaer wants him. I think they've seen some reports of how much he rates him. I think anybody would want Harry Kane. I think it's... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about what Harry Kane wants. I think Harry Kane wants to win right now. He wants to win the Champions League, the Premier League. I think City is the only like likely destination I see for him. Like, I, I don't think even if we have enough money, I, I don't think Harry Kane would accept that because we're not there where we want to be or where we, where we should be. I think City is like, I think the right destination for him. I hate to say it, but like, if he wants to win a trophy, I think the City is the right place to go. He'd li- I think he'd like to also go to PSG, but like, would he really want to like not break his record and go to another country? I don't mm-hmm. think he'd want to do that. Um, City, I think if City get him, I think they're going to be immediately champions. I, I can't see any other team getting close to them at all. Harry Kane is just too good for this. Yeah, he, if, if City either get Kane or they get Haaland, which... Uh, I don't think Callan's going to leave this season. It would be next yeah. summer. I think he'd they go. Are but if if they get either of them, they're they're going to win. If they get both of them, then help the Premier League defenders <laughs> out. I I don't even want Forrest to get promoted. Then we can stay in the Championship, and you could just yeah. deal with them. Um, yeah, it's just going to be ridiculous. It'll be interesting this summer to see what happens. I think we won't know anything till after the Euros. I, I doubt we'll know anything until then, and he'll probably just focus on that. But mm-hmm. it will be an interesting one. Obviously, Chelsea were interested, but it's unlikely he'll go to another club in London because obviously he's been been at Spurs for his whole career. So I don't think he'd yeah. want to annoy the fans that much. Yeah, um, yeah. Another a London club that have done quite well. David Moyes at West Ham has mm-hmm. done a brilliant job. Two points off the top four. Um, Bob, what what were your thoughts on that season? Like, do you think you can keep it up next year? I mean, yeah, I think obviously, I think in our video, I said he was my uh, my manager of the season. I think, uh, especially what after their season they had last year, I think they just just about secured a safety. I think it was in the last few games. Antonio scored a few goals and yeah. kept them up. And I think what he's done is, I mean, incredible. All the signings he's made are really good. You know, Kufau has been great. Uh, obviously, Sushek's also had a really good season, hit a decent amount of goals, and you know, solid, uh, created a good partnership with Declan Rice. And obviously, the one that we can talk about is uh, Jesse Lingard. With you know, it's just been scoring goals for fun. And I think, you know, as a team, they've been really good. You know, obviously, they've had a few slip-ups, but the standard they set is so high that they're also, that's always going to happen. But yeah, I think obviously it's a great season. I think they'll have a lot of uh, fun traveling, especially doing uh, European games next season. Hopefully. You know, yeah. that brings... Because, you know, West Ham are a likeable team, I think. Hopefully, after, you know, they have a decent run in the Europa League, maybe get to, you know, quarterfinal or something like that. And, yeah, I think, you know, they should stick with David Moyes, maybe look to either. I don't know if it will be able to buy Lingard, you know. Uh, it will be difficult. But, I don't know, I don't see he has a future at United. I don't know what, what you guys think, but would you rather keep him or would you want to let him go? 
okay who do you want um i think i think it's there comes a time when you have to just learn to move on from a certain player mm-hmm. and i think we have reached that point with jesse lingard and i think i think we can use him for like exchange deal like swap deals or even use him just to now help us financially in the transfer window so i think it's better to sell him it at least for me yeah, it yeah. makes sense Prithi, what do you think? I think it's uh, time to let Jesse Lingard go. I mean, obviously, he's been through the academy. We have like this uh, soft spot for him. But I think it's he's at the right time of his career where he needs to take the next step. I think Manchester United's chapter is done for him. Like, he needs mm-hmm. to take a different step, like a West Ham. West Ham, I think, uh, maybe if they can't afford him, even if he goes to another foreign country, I think he'll do really well. um if, if we could like use him for maybe like a rice deal or something like that maybe we can yeah. do that but like i think that would be a, a really good deal yeah. to do but like I, you know but i think it's time to let him go it's just not going to work out because like he needs first team football he can't just stay on the bench he needs to keep playing football and you know we've done that and all with him keeping him on the bench so he should play more football yeah. and a team that have they did well during the start of the season and dropped off massively now the manager's left everton they finished 10th in the end mm. ancelotti's gone to real madrid for half of his salary that he was at which yeah. um, i think it's just a bit of an insult to everton yeah, really it says a lot. um also the the jokes that he took um convinced James Rodriguez to leave Real Madrid to come to Everton <laughs> and Chelotti then leaves Everton to go to Real Madrid um it will be interesting to see what he does there but do you, Bobby do you think that was that was a quite disappointing finish for Everton in the end yeah i think it was like they they had this new manager i think they appointed him in like the end of 2019 you know he's obviously a really high caliber manager and coming to Everton they were probably quite happy about that And I think you know the start of the season Everton fans are probably hoping for the absolute best like you know they got Hamas Rodriguez in and then Allen from Napoli like playing really well midfield obviously Calvert-Lewin scoring loads of goals Richardson playing all right and I think they definitely thought they were heading for like, at least a European place I think the drop off has been mental I think everyone I and myself thought they were going to do really well but you know obviously we've seen they've just been kind of average same with you know Arsenal and Tottenham just dropped off and ridden really bad but I think it was definitely a surprise you know Ancelotti leaving because I think he yeah. had he was saying so much about how he enjoyed being at the club and how much he like loved the fans and stuff like that and then as soon as the fans had come back he's like yeah right as I'm off just going around with you like I don't know why he's done that but yeah it's probably because you know I think he said something about his family it was a better move for that so yeah I don't know but I wonder what Everton are going to do and you know who they're going to bring in they might even bring in Nuno you know which I think that would be quite a good signing to be honest I yeah. mean, how would you think you doing as you go for? I think from what I've seen they are interested in Nuno. I think Eddie Howe is also the other name that's being linked with them. Out of those two oh, yeah. if I was Everton I'd try and get Nuno at all costs because mm-hmm. he's he's a very good manager. I think he's better than Eddie Howe. It's less of a risk than going for yeah, Eddie yeah. Howe because Eddie Howe's done it at one club. Um but not great and Nuno's obviously just been at Wolves but he did a very good job there building them up to to do quite well so yeah. I I try and get Nuno in but we'll have to have to wait and see um mm-hmm. and and as we draw this episode to a close I would like to apologize to for the fact that we made a video that said uh Man United won't get top 
we were very clearly wrong. Um, uh, so we'll have to oh, yeah. take more consideration when we make those uh, titles. Um, but we'll go around and do a quick prediction for next season of um, who we think is going to win the title. Uh, we'll start with you, Bobby. Who do you think is going to win the Premier League next season? Oh, I don't know. Um, you know what? I'm going to be really out there. I'm going to say Man United. I'm just going to, I just feel like I can make a really, I could say Man City and be boring, but I'm going to go United. And if I do win, I'll look like an absolute genius. And if, uh, if I'm wrong, then I will. See, so yeah, I'll go United. Uh, Pratik, what about you? Mm, like, it depends upon transfer at the end of the day, but uh, if I have to guess now, uh, I'd probably go City. Yeah. Uh, Ariane, what about you? Uh, right now, I would go Chelsea. Yeah, I think Chelsea would win. I think, I think mine is either it's going to be either Man City or Chelsea. It's, I think it's going to be a tight race next season, and we'll have to see what yeah. happens. Um, but just I think make we'd sh- probably be better off making a guess after the Euros, just so like the yeah. start of the season, because then we yeah. know more about what's going to happen. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you for listening to to this episode. Make sure you keep uh, your eyes out. We're going to be doing a few lives, hopefully after the Euro games. Um, should be quite interesting. Uh, thanks, guys, for coming on. It's been great talking to you. Cheers, lads. Uh, that, that was thanks, the buddy. final whistle. <laughs>